Now, it's Thursday. Uh, we normally catch up with One Nation Senator Malcolm Roberts just after 7.30. He's got a busy morning on the way, though, so we're going a little early. Morning, Malcolm. How are you? I'm well, Marcus. Good morning to you, mate. Nice to talk to you. Now, um, of course, I have to ask, being that it's such a, a big story at the moment, the issue with Jackie Lambie, did you did, <laughs> did you leak her personal phone number? I did not. I did not. Okay. How can you leak something that's already been public? Jackie Lambie published her phone number yeah. in 2014 publicly on her Facebook page. She did it again multiple times in 2019 election campaign. Marcus, you cannot, re- you cannot leak something that's already in the public domain. It's not private if it's in the public domain. She's been telling lies because, uh, look, this is the way I see it. Sure. She um, came out and savagely uh, attacked Pauline Hanson um, and was wrong in many aspects. Even before, that was on Monday yeah. after, the, after Pauline spoke very well about her um, anti-discrimination bill. Mm-hmm. But Jackie Lambie was public in saying that she was against injection mandates uh, some time ago, months ago. And then she suddenly changed and became savagely opposite. And uh, here she was savaging Pauline Hanson and just making, in what many people said was a complete fool of herself. And here's what happened. She posted her speech on her Facebook page and her Facebook page overwhelmingly condemned her. And I'm guessing that Jackie is quite startled by what happened. She's put a foot in it and she's now trying to distract from that mess that she's created. Don't blame me. As Jackie said on Monday, take mm-hmm. responsibility for your, your statements, Jackie. You made your bed, you lie in it. All right, well, it's not just one nation that she's had a crack at. She's, uh, <laughs> she's wielded the stick towards everybody uh, this week, including uh, the, the Prime Minister. She was scathing of Scott Morrison as well. That happened just a day after she attacked one nation. Well, you know, I don't know what, what she said about Scott Morrison, but Scott Morrison has not been telling the truth either. I mean, the man is running around the country telling people that we don't have um, injection mandates in this country. That is a complete lie. The federal government enables the states to have injection mandates because it supplies the health data that the state governments rely on to enforce those injection mandates. The the federal government is completely wrong in this. Uh It's going against the Constitution. We know of people in air services, which is is the um, arm looking after the arm of the... um, of the uh, aviation fleet that looks after the politicians' uh, aircraft. Right, yeah. And, and they have been told they must get injected. Now, that's, that goes against the Australian Constitution. Scott Morrison is a marketing man. He's not a leader. He has been bullied and bre- uh, he's been bullying people, and some of the state premiers the same, Anastasia Palaszczuk, Dan Andrews. These people are bullies. They're not leaders. Leaders, r- leaders get data, listen to people, create a vision, and then draw people with them. These people are pushing people. They're injecting people forcibly, coercively. These are not leaders. These are bullies and they're liars. All right. Um, uh, Of course, it's all about vaccine mandates. Um, Now, I know that uh, obviously you've and and One Nation have been fighting against them. Uh, I was surprised, I have to say, to see Matt Canavan uh, was one of those liberal nationals uh, from the LNP who crossed the floor and he's been speaking out against uh, the, the vaccine mandates as well. Matt's very astute. He's a very good speaker. He's very good of the media. He's very, very uh, colourful and clever. Um, he does things sometimes uh, and then says the opposite. 
He de- depends. He's a bit like Shorten in that Shorten would say one thing in <laughs> Melbourne and another thing. No, I'm serious. Yes. Another thing in central Queensland when he visited central Queensland with regard to coal. Well, Matt's similar. He's very, very clever. Look, he's, a very, op- he's very intelligent. He's very astute, but I don't trust him. But, on, but what he's doing, uh, and I think he's sincere on this one, but what he does is he pays very close attention to what Pauline and I say. There's no doubt about that. And he comes out and, and takes some of, our, some of our, our, our statements, our topics, our policies, because he knows that what we do is we build policies based upon what the people are saying and what people need. We listen to the people. So we're in tune with the people, and Matt in the National Party can't do that because he's, he's, he's locked into a, a government that is destroying this country. Well, so, it's destroying so, so itself what, what at the Matt's moment done, because of that. It's, so destroying, it's destroying itself at the moment because yes, of that. Yes, it is. It is. It's you imploding know, have, have for you our the, eyes. Have you heard the latest question? Tell me. Will the death of the Liberal Party be attributed to COVID or to suicide? <laughs> dear, yeah, oh, dear, me. And it's, just, it's, the same, it's the same with the uh, media. The mm. legacy media, Marcus is turning into a circus. People don't trust you anymore. No, I'm not saying you. I'm talking about the legacy media. Uh, you know, and, and I have a name. Like, I understand you had a crack at me a couple of days ago, which is, which is your prerogative, um, about Jackie Lambie. Now, Jackie Lambie is telling, making false statements and false claims in the parliament, and you sided with her without understanding the data. I, I don't call people in that position journalists. I call them turnalists. You turn lies into truth. Well, that's why I did say in my comments that I would speak to you and get your side of the story, and and that's what I do on this program. That's why I'm chatting to you now, Malcolm. <laughs> that's right, and I, I respect you and admire you for that, Marcus. That's that's uh, you know, cool. but, I mean, but there I was... are so many legacy media journalists, yeah. and the media is going down. Media is suiciding because people don't trust the media anymore yeah. because the media has become propagandists, become activists. Yeah, look, let's look at this issue as well. There's been some, speaking of uh, reportage, incorrect reporting that One Nation joined in defeating a proposed National Integrity Commission. Bullshit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Bullshit. Why? Um, we didn't join with, um, with, with the government in defeating anything. There are, there are basically, for the sake of this argument, there are two types of motions. There are the bills that come up, and, and, and you know, legislation that is introduced largely by the government because it is the government. That's what the people decided. Yeah. So it introduces legislation. You can side with the government or go, go against it. We have said very, very clearly, and we have done it every bill this, w- this week, we are opposing the government. We're not just, we're not just uh, um, abstaining, going down the middle of the road. We are opposing the government to put pressure on this government to bring it to heel. Now, then there are other motions which are called procedural motions. Those things change the order of business for the day. And anybody can stand up and move a procedural motion, but they have to have the numbers. Now, we then make our mind up on each of those according to the merits of the argument. What, was hap- what happened was that uh, Rex Patrick moved a procedural motion to set aside standing orders and change the order of business to deal with uh, the, uh, the uh, Integrity Commission bill from yep. Helen Haynes. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad bill. It, you know, we're inclined to, to support it with a couple of changes. Mm-hmm. But the vote was not on her bill. The vote was on whether or not to start discussing her bill. It was not appropriate for two reasons. Okay. First of all, there was other business, standard business in the Senate that needed to be addressed. Secondly, you can't bring in an integrity commission debate without giving people notice to make speeches. We weren't prepared. 
Okay. We've got to do further work on it. So we stood up for the Senate and made sure that the Senate continued on its stable path. We didn't want to cause mayhem on that. And you can't have an Integrity Commission coming in in five minutes. But there, there are certain things, Marcus, Pauline and I have both said that Parliament has failed to look after itself. We need an Integrity Commission. But we've also said we will not have something that puts, that puts politicians on display with, with no factual data and smears them and ridicules them, drags them through the mud, and then no charges at the end of it. I mean, some of these are just witch hunts, and that's all they are. We've got to have an integrity commission that has some guts, but also has some accountability to it. All right, so moment, in other words, that's not the case. One Nation supports a national fed, uh, federal integrity commission, uh, but not as it's currently being proposed, and you need more time to, to mull over, if you like, uh, any proposal uh, and put forward any amendments that you might suggest would be a better option. So it's it's not Correct. just a case, because I get a lot of, I'll be honest with you, I, and you, obviously <laughs> the monitoring goes on and that's fine, but a lot of people that might support this program suggest to me, well, next time, can you ask Pauline why she votes against this? And can you ask Malcolm why they vote against that? Why do they always seemingly side with the government, Malcolm? Well, that, that's complete nonsense. We've, we've just... There are two politicians in the Senate right now who are opposing every government bill until Scott Morrison uh, ends the segregation and discrimination in, that is rampant in this country now yeah. in every state. That's me and Pauline. There are two other senators, that's Jared Rennick, I'll name them because I, I admire them for their courage and their integrity, Jared Rennick from Queensland in the Liberal Party, Alex Antic from South Australia in the Liberal Party, who are abstaining. They're abstaining mm. right well, now. Well, these that's rebel senators... A lot of pressure on the government. Yeah, Sorry? well, you're right. These rebel senators are causing headaches for Scott Morrison and his government. Well, see, it depends what you, what you are, whether you're a journalist or a journalist. They're not rebels. They're doing their job. <laughs> they're, they're, they're revolting from, not revolting, but they're not complying with dictates from the Liberal Party. Labor Party senators and MPs are gutless. They do not stand up for the people. They just kowtow the line with the, with the, the, the Labor Party's pushing. Liberals, most of them do the same, but some of them have a little bit of guts and courage. Rennick has got lots of guts and, and courage, and he's got a lot of integrity, and he's got a lot of sense. He's a very intelligent man. Uh, Alex Antic is showing the same qualities, and they are, they are, they are um, abstaining. Pauline and I are saying, to hell with the government. You have to bring back freedom. It's more, there are some bloody important bills, Marcus, that are coming up in the Senate. We will vote them down, too, even though they're important to us, because there, there's something much more important that is freedom. Freedom is absolutely essential, and this country has gone to the dogs. All right. Malcolm, you know I love chatting to you. Mate, I'm still waiting. Mm. On? I'm still waiting for you to bring someone who understands science. And <laughs> a collection of stories and emotions, mate, is not science. I'm happy to explain to you what science is and the importance of science. Uh, I know what science is. Uh, what is it? Well, it's a collation of, uh, obviously, um, scientific evidence or proof uh, that includes data, as you like to put it, empirical data, uh, that supports a, a point of view. Um, but the thing is... No, not a point of view. Well, you make a point of view based on the data. It's data yeah. within a logical framework. But anybody can use different science. Anybody can use different science to support their own point of view. No, you can't, because it's either it's objective data. That's the beauty of science. Yeah. Up until the scientific method was, was developed and refined, mm -hmm. people relied upon 
the biggest bully, the, the most intimidating politician, the, the, the most power, the money power, the yeah. most financial power, the most uh, military power, the, the, the strongest people, the most uh, dominant religion. That's what made decisions. With the scientific method, it suddenly became objective, which meant right. that the weakest person in, in the world could have suddenly put forward an argument, and if he had the, or she had the data and the logical sequence that proved cause and effect, they won the day, and that's freed up people. Science is not just a highly disciplined, objective approach to, to uh, understanding the world and to understanding nature. It is fundamental to freedom. Freedom, and that's that's what I started when I started on this campaign 12 years ago. That was I, I sat sat down after 12 months of this, and I thought, why am I doing this? It's something in the gut drove me, and I realised the the number one reason was to freedom was for protecting freedom and and res restoring freedom. Yep. that has now been destroyed in, in right. the scientific process and the political process. So uh, I'm just going through a couple of notes here. So Lambie off the Christmas card list, canavan on it. Perfect. Malcolm, <laughs> always good to chat. We'll talk next week. Same. Thanks, Marcus.